opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to the basic iPhone class. Um, My name is Andrea, and um, I'm your facilitator. And Belinda is our host, and uh, Darrow is our streamer, so welcome to them, and welcome everybody that's here. I think there's about 10 people here. Um, And I'm going to ask Belinda to quickly go over the um, muting and hand-raising and all that stuff. Okay. Good evening, everybody. So, most of you, I'm sure, are familiar with this, but uh, to mute and unmute, it's a toggle on the PC. It's Alt-A. And on the Mac, it's Command-Shift-A on your iPhone or iPad. It's going to be the bottom left corner, uh, the more button. I'm sorry, not the more, the mute button. And to raise your hand, it's going to be Alt-Y on your PC, Option-Y on the Mac. And on your iPhone, it's going to be your uh, more button, bottom right. You swipe to the right to raise hand option. And if you're on a landline phone, you would, you're going to want to press star six to mute and unmute and star nine to raise your hand. Thank you so much, Belinda. And if everybody would just stay muted for the moment, we don't have a huge group, but just, um, and we'll, we'll take, we'll take raised hands. Um, before we do that, though, I want to, I try to have a little topic to talk about at the beginning of each call. And just briefly, I thought I would talk today about the rotor. Um, we all have a love-hate relationship with the rotor, and at least I do. I remember when I first got my iPhone, I told a friend of mine, I'm not using this thing. I don't like it, and I can't make it work the way I want. And, and she said, well, lots of luck, because you're going to have to use it. And um, to some extent, you can choose how much or how little you use, you, you little little or how much you use it. But at some point, you're going to have to come face to face with the rotor because it has a lot of the um, tools that we use to uh, manipulate our iPhones um, or iPads or, or whatever. Um, it influences, it can influence how we read. Um, it can influence whether or not we have sounds on. It can uh, influence the speed, the speech rate, um, and you can choose what's in your rotor. Um, if you go into Voiceover in Settings, if you well Settings, and then um, Accessibility, and then Voiceover, which is Voiceover's, I think, the first thing in there under Accessibility. And if you go to Rotor. There are a ton of things that you can select to have in there or not have in there. So you you can personalize the rotor and you can make it as simple or as complicated as you like. Um, I think I probably fall somewhere in the middle in terms of what I have on mine. Um, I don't have I'm 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 not gonna show you because I well, maybe I will show you. I, I always I don't know um, when people do this, um, how good the sound is. So let me give it a try here. And let me turn my volume all the way up. Thursday, January 7th. Action. Mail. For ready. Can can that be heard? Yes, it can. Okay. All right. Yes, you're loud right. and clear. Okay, I'm holding it right near the microphone because I don't want to be doing things and have it so soft that you can't hear it. Okay, so I'm 
what the way that I manipulate my rotor, and I know there are a couple of people in here who have kind of their own, um, there are three or four ways to do this. The way I found works best for me is to put my finger, my second finger right below the camera near the top of the screen at say the noon position. And then to put my thumb at about six o'clock right above my home button or in the vicinity of where my home button would be for those of you who don't have a home button. I know I'm wimpy. I have a home button. Um, I prefer it. And that's just my, my personal feeling. Um, So, and then you sort of make a, like a rotation gesture with your wrist. So, and you'll hear a little noise too when um, when you when you turn the rotor. And I'm going to do it. Settings, containers, punctuation, audio decking, volume, speaking rate, words, characters, actions, settings. Now, to some extent, what's in here is going to be influenced by what app you're in because there. I'm not in any. I don't have an app open right now. I'm just on my main screen. So you can hear that I have relatively little in here, but if I had an app open, um, this can be, uh, um, what's the word I want? Um, it, it can be relational to the app. Say you're um, going to copy and, and, um, and copy text or highlight text. Um, those things are not going to appear right here. But if I had, if I was in a position to do that, if I was in a place where, um, where I could do that context sensitive, that's what I want to say. Um, to some extent, things are going to show up when you need them. Um, but if you want to see all that's in your rotor, again, go into settings, go to accessibility, voiceover, and then swipe over to where it says rotor. And if you double tap there, then you can start swiping to the right. And if it's selected, that means it's in the rotor. If it's not selected and you want it in your rotor, you double tap on it and it will select it and put it there. If you want to remove something, if it says selected, double tap on it and it will deselect it and it will take it out of your rotor. So some of you who are having issues with the rotor, um, and like I said, I, I do this rotational gesture to the left. Containers. Punctuation. With my, uh, again, my second finger right below the camera and my thumb right above the home button. And then if you want to go the other way, you reverse the process. Containers, headings, actions, characters, words, speaking rate. And despite my initial complaints about it, I've gotten, of course, I've been using an iPhone now for almost nine years, but I've gotten pretty good at it. Once in a while, I found it seems harder to do. I don't know why, but some days it's it's not as easy to do as other days, but usually I can get it to do what I want it to do. And um, it can be a really valuable tool, and I'm not sure everybody realizes that you can customize it. So I did want to talk a little bit about, um, about cust- you know, that you can customize it. Um, actually, I'll go into settings and show you. Safari. I'll do that. Mail. Open settings. Settings. Okay. Airplane mode. Wife. Bloops. First. Notification. Sounds and. Do not disturb. Screen time. General. Control center. Display and bright. Home screen. Accessibility button. Accessibility features help you customize your iPhone for your individual. So if I'm in accessibility. Words. I'm going to slow this down just a little bit. Characters. Words. Speaking rate. 60%. Magnifier. Off. Button. Accessibility. Vision. Voiceover. On. Voiceover. Okay. I'm going to go to voiceover. 
Double tap to learn more. Voice over. Speak, speak, speak. Braille. Voice over. Verbosit. Audio. Commands. Activity. Rotor. Button. Okay, here's the rotor. So I had to flick over maybe 10 times to get there. Rotor. Button. Selected. I'm going to double tap on rotor. Selected. Words. Okay, now. Actions. So available. I have. Reorder characters. Button. Oh, you can also reorder things in your rotor. So you can move them around. Um, I have not done that. I've just left things the way that they were in terms of the order they appear on the rotor. But you can change that if you want. Selected. Characters. I have characters Actions selected. Selected. Words. Real lines. I do Actions not have available. lines in my rotor. If you want lines, you can double tap on it. Lines. Selected. Lines. And there it is. It says selected. And then when you go to the rotor again, lines will be there. So if you want to read by line, this might be helpful. Re selected. Line. Reorder lines. Selected. Text selection. I have text Actions selection. Available. I use this a lot because I copy and paste text quite a bit. So I have, if you don't think you're going to do that, you could take that out. Real selected. Speaking rate. I have speaking Actions rate because sometimes I want to change um, how fast my uh, my phone. I I. I um, usually have my speaking rate set at 65%, which is fairly fast, but it's not. I know there are people who have it faster than I do, but that tends to make my head spin. And I don't need to be any dizzier than I am. So uh, 65 works well for me. Reorders selected. Volume. I have Action volume available. in here. Um, that's probably a good thing to keep, I would think. Re selected. Reorder vol selected. Audio ducking. Reorder selected. Punctuation. Re sounds. I don't have sounds in my rotor because I keep my sounds turned on. If you think you might want to turn sounds off at some point, that's just the little clicks and things that your phone makes. I tend to find those helpful. Um, so I took that out of the rotor because I don't see myself changing that. But if you, again, if you think you don't want that, you could, you could certainly, you could certainly put that in your rotor and then it'd be there if you wanted to turn your sounds off. Um. I have the hints turned off. These can be very helpful if you're newer to the iPhone. I don't personally feel like I need them, but you could put hints in your rotor if you think you need it. Braille screen input. Um, I don't use available. Braille screen input. I know a lot of people do. Um, if you do, you can certainly put that in the rotor. Handwriting. Handwriting I don't use, so I don't, I don't even know much about that, so I don't put that in my rotor. Selected. Containers. Selected. Headings, selected, links, selected, form controls. Um, I have all these. These are all um, have to do with how the, say you're on, you're, at a, you're in an email that has links or you're on a website in Safari that has links. You can navigate different ways by headings, by links. Selected, tables. Tables. Selected, lists. Selected, landmarks, articles. So I have a bunch of these things highlighted. Again, if you're not going to use, if you're not going to use these, if you're not, if you're not going to uh, use Safari, and some of you may not, um, you might want to just take some of this stuff out. And it's it's really simple, just double tapping. You can remove it. So if you're not going to use it, you might want to come in here and just take it out because learning the rotor can be challenging. And my suggestion is simplest is best. So um, if if you think that some of these things you might not use, maybe it'd be worth your time to just go into settings and take them out. And that way, when you're learning to use the rotor, you don't have to turn it a bunch of times to get to the things you really want. You can just, you know, you can minimize those turns. So um, I'm going to take questions. And I know it's been a while since we met. Um, 
we are going to be meeting twice a month from now on again. I had tried once a month and I was encouraged to go back to twice a month. So um, we will meet again on the 21st. Um, but um, have we got some hands, um, Belinda? Yes, we do. Uh, first one I see is Tom. Okay. Go ahead, Tom. Alda, audio. Um, considering the, uh, the things that are in the um, voter, uh, one of the things I know you can put in is audio ducking. And I don't have it in there right now. Uh, my question is, is uh, if I were to put audio ducking in, uh, I have audio ducking turned off right now. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I noticed that if I'm on the phone and uh, voiceover happens to speak, it knocks the volume down. And people are saying, well, you got your audio ducking turned off. No, I don't. But I'm thinking that if I put it in the motor and then turn it, then maybe I can turn it on and off. Maybe it would work better. Does you it might. I haven't played with it a whole lot, Tom, to be honest, but it might work better if you did it that way. Because um, incidentally, it, hope you got your email fixed. I did not, but I'll talk more about that later. That's okay. Very all right. But anyway, uh, we're still the off thing, the grid. Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I think I could probably get it on the web, but now it's, it's the problem of getting my Outlook 2013. And uh, yeah, well, it's I, I don't I can't find somebody to tell me how to do that. And the, the person, the Comcast couldn't tell me anyway. um, So so I think if you had audio ducking in there, you could because I've noticed that, too. Like if I'm on Zoom and I get a phone call or it's it's uh, I get a ding that I have email or something. It it does usually that volume. If it knocks it back, it's temporary. It's only for a, a second or two, and then it comes back. At least mine. Right. Does. That's um, how mine is, but it's just enough to be a little bit of a distraction. It can be. So if you want to try that, it might be worth because that way you could you could you could turn it on and off each time depending on you know when when you thought you needed it or didn't need it. That's the main advantage of having it there. I think most of the time I would have it turned off anyway, but it's that's that's what's funny is it's turned off in settings, but it's still like I said when I'm in Zoom. It, it, that's been when voiceover speech it'll knock the volume down just. Yeah, no, there. it does. It does absolutely. So you might want to try playing around with with uh, putting audio ducking in there, but there are probably things in there that you could take out that you don't need. Like I never change my sounds. So I took sounds out because I know I'll never, you know, I'm not going to mess with that. So I just took it out of there. So, I'll give it a try. Thanks. Okay. Melinda, do we have another hand? Yeah, we have Mary next. Mary, you can unmute. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hello. This is my first time um, oh, calling welcome. in. To this. Yeah. Thank you. I, I just recently got the SE20 phone. Yes, that's what I have. Okay. Um, previously, I had this uh, re the regular, uh, the original SE, mm -hmm. and I'm finding that just to when I'm on the f to to make a, a phone call or when I'm on the phone with someone without using the headset, you know, if I have the phone to my ear, the I can't really increase volume very much. It, it just sort of you know if I'm you know trying to raise the volume, it it doesn't go much beyond a certain mm -hmm. level. But if I have the headset in or the earphones, then I can really increase the volume. So I'm wondering if you if you know of how I might be able to fix that okay. because on my original SE, I could really increase the volume. There's quite a, a bit. setting in, I think it's in accessibility. It says change with no, it's in where is that? It says change with buttons. And you probably have that disabled because um, and where is that? Um, oh, I have seen that. 
I have seen yeah, that. You might want to go in there and check that because I think by default that may be turned off. And if you, Sweet. what that means is that the buttons don't, the, you have to use the rotor to increase or decrease volume. And if you're on the phone, that's kind of inconvenient. Mm. Um, so the, the volume mm. of the ringer and everything is is affected by the buttons. So my guess is that that may be turned off, and I'm trying to remember where that is. So um, that would also, so because I have seen that, so that would affect the actual, you know, when I'm actually speaking to someone, yes, the volume of their voice. Yeah, change okay. with buttons is what's it's what it's called. And if okay. somebody remembers, I, I know I've seen it. Mm. Um, I think it's under phone. It's I think it might be in the phone it's on, setting itself. It's it's in I think it's in sounds and haptics. Sounds? Yeah, it pro oh, okay. it, I think that's where I've seen it. I think it's okay. in sounds. Yeah, in fact, I can, that's correct. I can look it up. No, it's I in sounds. I'm almost okay. positive it's in sounds, and it's one of the first things in there. Okay. And you want to turn that on, Mary, and I think you'll find that because if it's working with the headset, my guess is that the volume, the buttons on the side are actually disabled. Mm. Okay. So you want to try that. Okay, I will try that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it's some, now that somebody said that it's in sounds. I'm I'm sure it is. And it's one of the first mm -hmm. things in there. Yeah, I know I've seen it. Okay. So I will try settings that. and sounds. Okay. Very good. Can I ask one more quick question? Of course. Um, what is a container? I noticed that's one of the rotor settings. Um, a container is just another way of moving through something. They call them, it's just another unit of navigation. And I don't know exactly why they call them containers, but they're, they're going to start using them more. Apparently, um, this is something I remember seeing on my iPad before I saw it on my iPhone, because I've had an iPad mini. I'm on my third one, actually. And I remember when I got my first one, I thought, what the heck is containers? Because I'd never seen that before. Um I heard somewhere, I think on a podcast, um, that they're going to start using uh, containers more as a unit of navigation. Hmm. So you might want to leave that. I don't use it a lot, but once in a while, it seems like it actually moves you through a document or a website easier if you try using containers. So oh, okay. it's, just, it's kind of an ample thing. Okay. I don't know if somebody has a better explanation for it than that. I just, it's, it's, it's a unit of navigation that they've developed and it's been around but they haven't mm -hmm. used it a whole lot. And so now apparently they're going to, and that reminds me, I want to mention, I try to mention this every time, um, two really good ways to get, well, three really good ways to get information about your iDevice um, or to get help. One is the Apple um, accessibility support. And that number is 877 204-3930. They are wonderful. They will really help you. They will stay with you. And, and, and I know some of you in here have had experience with them and they're really, really good. They're nice people and they really want to help. And this, the podcast and the website called Apple Vis, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S. It's by and for blind iOS users. And Mac, too. Um, I don't use the Mac, but it's um, iOS and Mac users, and their podcasts are really good. And the Apple website itself has a lot of accessibility information on the actual Apple website. So um, those are three ways to get, you know, assistance with your phone or get information about new features or all that kind of thing. Okay, Belinda, do we have another hand? Yeah, we have Kelsey next. Hi, Kelsey. Hello. So uh, I have a question and uh, a few tips to share. 
Okay, go for it. Uh, well, the first tip is um, you can actually, if you want to quickly get to your voiceover settings, you can actually tell Siri to open voiceover settings. Yeah, I know that. And I forget. So you to don't do have it. to. Right. right. So you don't have to go into accessibility and then go to voiceover. Thank you. You're welcome. I do that all the time. No, you're I'm, totally right, and I just don't. Think I'm about lazy, it. and I don't. <laughs> I get it. I like no. to, and and don't forget about the item chooser, folks. That that's another uh, useful feature that I use you know, all the time. I've never done much with the item chooser. Would you Would you want to talk about that a little bit, and and I, maybe? Yeah, sure. So, basically, what the item chooser does is, if you have a long list of items, say. Uh, say you're on a web page or you're in settings and you have a really long list of items and you don't want to, but, but the item that you're looking for, it would normally be at the bottom of the list, but okay. So let me, sorry, let me back up. So let's say that you are in settings. Okay. And you're looking for accessibility. Well, normally accessibility would be, I don't know, like, 10, 15 swipes down. I never counted, but <laughs> it's pretty far down. But if you were to use the item chooser, what it does is it puts the list of items in alphabetical order. So if you were looking for accessibility in in settings, it would be it would be moved to the top instead of having to swipe down. So it gives you an alphabetical list of all all the items that are contained in a list. Now, sometimes in settings, it doesn't bring up everything. Like for some odd reason now, it will not It will not bring up accessibility now in settings. Like, don't ask me why, but <laughs> that and trick used you to bring work it up. Me. Now it doesn't. I've, I know I've gotten into it by mistake. And it used to make this weird noise when it brought up the item chooser. It um, still does. Oh, okay. It's this yeah. funny, like a... I don't know, kind of a burp sound I, I, or something. I know, I can't, I can't describe it either. But yes, yeah, it's, it's sort it's, of a burpy sound. It's this weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's this kind of weird. I'm sorry, sound. I. I <laughs> it sounds. It vaguely. It. It sounds like a. I don't know. To me, it sounds burpy. <laughs> um, how do you get? Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. How do you get in there? Because I know I've opened it by mistake. It's a to get in the item chooser. It's a two finger triple tap. Okay. So two and finger to triple get, tap. And to get out of the item chooser, it is a two-finger scrub. I've actually pressed the home button, and it's taken me out Does of there. Does it work? I, yeah. I have not. I have not tried that. Yeah, no, because I've gotten in there by mistake and not really known. And this is what makes this call so great, is I know there are people out there that have information that I don't have. I know there are uh, things I don't use as much as maybe I could. Somebody else has a different way of doing something. I'm more than happy to have people comment. And thank you, Kelsey. That's terrific. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah. If you press the home button and you're in the um, item chooser and you don't want to be there, it'll take you out. Okay. So. That, that is really good to know because sometimes that scrub gesture can be very, very finicky. I'm not that, I've never been great with the scrub. I guess I, uh, I just don't. Time, it, it works for me maybe about, maybe about 50% of the time it works for me, but most of the time it winds up with me, um, cursing at the phone so <laughs> so did you have another did you have a question I, also I do I um I have an iPhone 
and an iPad. And for the last couple weeks now, my iPad is showing me that I have one unread message, like text message. But if I go into my messages app, none of my conversations are showing up as unread. Oh, that's very strange. So what what gives? I, I can't. Have you rebooted the iPad? Oh, uh, I'm trying to think when the last time I did it was. I don't I don't reboot my devices very often. You might want to, it might be something as simple as something's just sort of hanging out there. You might want to reboot it and see if it goes away. Okay, because my phone, like, is what's supposed to happen is when you open a message on your phone, it's supposed to, on the iPad, make it go away. Right. No, I know. But I'm just wondering but if something's yeah, just gotten hung and it hasn't. And you probably read it already. It's probably not actually unread. It's just that it's still showing right. up. Right. So There's I'm just thinking, some weird, yeah, some if you weird glitch. messages and then rebooted your iPad, they... They say that we should reboot our iDevices about once a week. I'm not as good as I should be because they Me are neither. computers <laughs> and that they need to be rebooted every so often. So I, I know that may sound oversimplistic, Kelsey, but I would try that because I'm not positive why it's doing that. Yeah, because it's been doing, even after a reboot, it's it's been doing that for, it's been like that for about, I think ever since I got my iPad Mini 5, it's been... I love it, the it, iPad mini. I have a five also. I got mine a couple of months ago. It's an awesome device, isn't it? Yeah, I really like it. Oh, I, I, I love mine. I And I find um, the iPad is too big for me. I don't want anything that large. And since I have no vision, I don't need it. Um, yeah. the, the, div, the distance between apps is large enough that it kind of throws me off. Um, but the iPad mini is just perfect because it doesn't, um, the, the apps are, are closer together because it's smaller. And um, if you want, uh, with all this Zooming and teaming and all the stuff we're doing, um, I find having two devices is kind of helpful because sometimes oh, yes. one, the battery isn't <laughs> charged enough. So um, I, I totally, I, I, yeah, I tried a full size iPad and it was, it gave me nothing but trouble. Yeah, it, it takes some getting used to. It's slightly different um, than the iPhone and things maybe in a time, in a, the screen diff- layout's a little bit different. But you can get used to it, and it's um, yeah. It's uh, but I I I'm happy with my mini so far. Thank you so much, Kelsey. And I hope that that message goes away. If not, you I might hope so. If not, I might want to give Apple a call. Yeah, I don't know. This is weird. I, it is weird. Belinda, it, it's very bizarre. Belinda, do we have more hands? Yes. Uh, let's see. Next, we have Pam. Okay. Hello. And I answered your message. Yes, you did. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was just going to make a brief comment about audio ducking because I use that all the time. Okay. And and I love it. Um, And if if anyone doesn't know what it does, it you know it. Let's say you're. you're listening to audio. You, you're you're listening to music, and you get a uh, a text message or something that is uh, voiceover is going to speak to you. And so, what happens is when audio ducking is turned on, is enabled, then the sound, the volume of the music is going to dim a little bit 
so that you can more nearly hear uh, what voiceover is saying. And so it, it really does. It's, it can be very, very helpful. Now, even if audio ducking is turned off, occasionally there will be a little fluctuation, especially if the um, music is already very soft and maybe you get uh, an email or a notification pops up or something. Uh, or for that matter, if the, if the audio, if the music is very, very loud, you know, you're in a big climactic moment of a piece of music and the music is really giving you both barrels. And even when, with your audio ducking turned off, occasionally there will be a little dip in the volume of the music, um, you know, in order, well, just because the music is so loud and, and that way you're going to hear your, your voiceover a little better. And, and the um, change with volume that is, I looked it up a minute, a few minutes ago and it is under, it's in, Sounds and haptics, if you're on a newer phone, if you're on a really old phone, you may not have haptics. It'll just be sounds, but it's in settings. So um, I hope that's a little bit of help. Thank you so much, Pam. That is great. Um, and I really appreciate the um, the description. And I think hopefully Tom will too, because Honestly, I don't use it all that much, but I, I, I think um, that I might start because um, what you said makes a lot of sense. And, well, I totally if the, I, and I will tell you this, if by chance, the, if, if you're uh, reading a news article, let's say, and listening to audio at the same time, if the music is very, very, very soft and you're having, or at least I do this, if the music is very soft and I'm having difficulty even hearing the music, then I will turn audio ducking off. And that way they are, they're more equal, the music and the uh, voiceover. Well, you're great at explaining things and I totally appreciate the emails you sent me as well. So thank you so much. And I'm really glad you're here, Pam. Thank you so much. I, I love your call. You're, you're, you're the one that's terrific. I don't even use an iPad. so. <laughs> well, maybe you'll want to get a, one. It, it's an, I, it's an, well, I really don't need one because I have both an iPhone and a Mac. So, um, you know, and so I have both of those. Um, Belinda, do we have more hands? Let's see. Next we have Ann Brash. Hi, uh, Ann. Yes. Hi. Um, I kind of have a basic question. I think I can do the rotor fine, um, but whenever I try, to, for example, to go through uh, headings, um, I get other things on the screen. I'm thinking I'm not doing the gesture correctly. Okay. The best thing I can tell you, and that's not basic because I still have that trouble. Oh. You've, got to, you've got to really... Swipe straight down. It's I can't overemphasize how important when you're any any navigational thing that you're doing in the rotor, your swipe it. And what I do is I kind of turn my finger um, perpendicular to the screen. So instead of swiping down 
with the tip of my finger, like straight down, I almost turn it a little bit sideways. Oh, um, and that may help. I think what's in some places you're going to get no headings because there may not be headings where you think there should be. Um, I have, you know, just gotten where I thought there were headings. I've gotten um, no, but I'll tell you where this really helps. When Cindy sends out her daily schedule, Right. It has headings, and yeah. this might be a good way to practice, too, because you know that there are headings. Right. And if you swipe down, you're going to get to the next event because each event is a heading. So I would take that schedule and practice and see if you can, um, because it's got to be straight. If it's a little bit off, you're not going to get the heading because the gesture isn't, that's the only way I can think of that your gesture isn't right. It's just a flick down or a flick up if you want to go the other way. Does it have to be like in the real center of the screen? Is that where it is? Or where? Um, no, I don't know that. It, that's why I guess why I turn my finger a little bit sideways because it seems like I cover more ground that way. Okay. But I don't okay. know. I think if you just flick down from the top, okay, um, it should it should navigate by headings. If anybody else has a has a surefire way that they do this that works, um. But that's a really good way to practice, Anne, is with that okay. schedule because it's got tons of headings and we know they're there. Right. And, and I've never been able to get them. So I'll, I'll try hurting my finger. I've never done that. So uh, thanks. Hi, Andrea. Yes. This is uh, William Belina from Burien, Washington. And I just joined the call. But I, you're talking about the uh, schedule that Cindy sends, sends out. What I do is I kind of double tap in the middle of the screen and then what I do is I flick to the right and listen that way. And uh, then if there's a call that I want to be on, then I save that schedule for that day. And then I go back and I flick to the right and flick to the left, depending on the different calls. So that, that's what I do. Okay. I have not tried that, William, but I thank you. I really appreciate you're welcome. it. I'm glad you're here. Welcome. Thank you. So that's another way it's, you know, the phone is like a computer. There are always multiple ways to do things. So that's another thing you might try Anne, and see if that works better for you. But that's a good document to use because we know that there are lots of headings. I love the fact that she puts every call in as a different heading. Yes. Because if I I'm on the well. computer, I can just hit H to, to get through. But if I'm right. on yeah. my phone, then, oh, and my, my, uh, my A lady went off. Uh, that's my wake word for her. So she, and she's right here. Okay. Belinda, do we have another hand? Okay. Next, uh, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Welcome. Hello. How are Hi. you tonight? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. I have a crazy. <laughs> it's okay. Crazy. No question is too crazy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How, I don't know how I did it, but my icons are magnified on my phone to the point that I have to kind of go drag left or right to find what I'm looking for. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> okay. Um, the problem is that I don't use magnification because I'm a total. Um, what I might suggest is that you go into settings okay. and open the magnifier um, are you talking about the magnifier or Zoom? Because there's two different ways. Um, I don't know which one. See, I don't know how I got probably it. Probably Zoom because the magnifier, I think, has more to do with 
like if you're if you're using it like a magnifying glass to read something, I think it's probably something in Zoom. Um, okay. And Zoom is right after VoiceOver. You might even be able to use Siri to say open Zoom. If you can open VoiceOver, you might be able to open Zoom as well. Okay. Um, if someone else has a suggestion, I would appreciate it because I don't use magnification. So I don't know a lot about it. Um, but I'm guessing something has gotten turned on or enlarged, you know, that you're somehow you enlarged your icons. Right. Because if you... This might sound crazy. As I go through the settings, since I am a new iPhone user, I usually go through the settings and just open them. I don't change anything. I just look around what's there. But I don't remember ever hitting anything to turn on a magnifier. Okay, well, but you may have done it. I, I know one night I my phone was speaking in Polish and I couldn't figure out how. <laughs> and I had accidentally turned the rotor to language. I The rotor got onto language and I I had flicked up or down or something and gotten, and I had to go back into the rotor to language and then find where, you know, start flicking until I heard English. So um. it can happen. And it might be in your, there might be a magnification setting actually in your rotor, which probably you don't want. Um, okay. But if somebody else, there might be someone in here that, that has more knowledge of the magnifier than I do, or the, not the magnifier, but Zoom. The magnifier, I think, is more of a magnifying glass okay. uh, type of feature. So I'm, I'm guessing it's something one, in Zoom. Okay. One other um, thing is... How do you, how do I shut down my phone to like restart it? I have no clue. I've okay. tried. You hold the power, but which phone do you have? I have an iPhone 7. Okay. Hold the power button down and okay. a screen will come up and it'll say power off and cancel. And you're oh, going to double okay. tap on power off. Okay. And then hold the, once it's off. Hold the power button for maybe a count of four and then release it and the phone will come back up. Okay. See, I, I wanted to shut it down because I thought maybe that was some kind of quirky thing. And I thought, I don't even know how to shut it down. Yeah. So now no, hold do. your power button and it'll bring up a little screen that says power off or cancel and you want okay. power off. Okay. Thank you it's very that much. Simple. You're welcome, Joanne. And if somebody else knows more about um, Zoom than I do, then please raise your hand and we'll we'll get you some help. The other Joanne, the other thing you might want to do if you can't get it fixed is to call out. Because I'm sure somebody at Apple Accessibility can walk you through that. Okay, Belinda, do we have a hand? Uh, yes, we do. We have Ann next. Okay. Hi, this is Ann. I have a question. Oh, I want to let you one. know that I'm not I'm not much with Zoom. So what I normally do is I call the number and I use the one tap mobile. Well, on this particular call, when I press the one tap mobile, it dials the number, and when it asks you for the numbers it doesn't put the numbers in and it says you haven't you haven't added the numbers please add the the number um and the um the, the two numbers that you're supposed to put in it, it doesn't do it for you on this call on some it does okay i don't have anything to do with setting up this call so i don't know and i don't use one tap mobile i'm guessing Whoever set up the call didn't include um, that. Sometimes it's, I think it's like 
Um, when you have a link to a Zoom call and the and the password is embedded in the link, it may be that someone didn't do that. Um, oh, I don't have anything to do with setting this Your up. Username and password, yeah. Oh, Angela, okay. I, sorry, Andrew. This is Penny. I'll have an answer to that question. Okay, go ahead. Penny. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Go ahead. All right. Um, I had the same problem with the OneTap Mobile because you know normally when you put numbers in the phone, if you set it. You know, it clicks when you lift your finger. It doesn't take the number till you lift it. And it doesn't do that with those one tap mobiles. So what I do where it says join the call, which is the link above the one tap mobile usually, I double tap that and it takes me right into the calls and I don't have to put in any numbers. Yeah, and I think that actually works better if you just use the link because usually yes. the password is in there and then you don't have to do anything. Oh, so you don't have to put the numbers in. Oh, no. okay. No. So I and would also, try. Thank you, Penny. That's probably. See, I don't use OneTap Mobile, and I don't really understand what the point is because to me the link is easier. But I don't want to tell. I mean, I don't want to. If you're used to doing it that way, but if it's if it's causing you trouble, I would use just use the link. Well, I'm not you, Zoom friendly yet, so I I don't do much. I mean, I don't know how to do this stuff. So I, the OneTap Mobile, most nine times out of ten, it works very well. It puts everything in there, but it does not on this call. Well, the link well, should the, do it. The link should do it just about the same way. Yeah. Oh, and the well, other I thing know is, that. Okay, I'll try it. And the other thing is, if you have the Zoom app on your phone. You check the box that says join internet, automatically join the internet when you call. So when you have that checked, it will automatically, when you double tap that link, it will automatically take you into the phone and you won't have to do anything. If you do it from the email, will it take you in there? Yes, yes ma'am. But, but prior to that, do you have the Zoom app on your phone, on your cell phone? Yeah, but I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to do it. Okay, yeah. I, when you go in there and get somebody to help you under settings in that Zoom app, it'll say, do you want to join by the Internet? And you tell it, yes. Oh. I mean, you check that. And, and then, when you use the link, it'll open Zoom automatically. You don't have to do anything with the app. As long as you have right. it, it'll open the call in Zoom. It's actually, it actually is the link on the one tap in Cindy's message is missing the passcode. Okay. It, perhaps you should double check with Cindy on what the problem on, on it. She may be using the same one each time for your call and it's missing the passcode. Mm -hmm. I'm not set, I don't set it up. I don't no, know. I know. I, I know but scheduling I'm saying this call. So I know that's what I'm saying. You should just double check with Cindy on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, right. it's, it's your one. Tap. I figured somebody would know what I'm talking about. No, yeah. we do. And, but well, try I've, the link because you may actually find it's easier. Okay. I've always right. had that problem with OneTap Mobile. Okay. Anytime Dice I've Mobile. used it. One notification. Dice World. D Melinda, do we have another hand? Actually, Penny, you were up next, so Did go you ahead. Have yes. Okay. Um, my question is, and let me just say, uh, once you get that Zoom app set up on your phone and you have that tell it to join the internet, you won't have any more problems. You just tap that link and you're good to go. Um, okay. The other thing is I changed after I got my iPhone several years ago, I changed email addresses and I got somebody to go in there and help me get it set up with Apple. I changed it, my Apple ID to the new email address and all of that. 
But I noticed that when I go in to a contact and if I want to send an email, it shows my old email address. And I don't want to use that because it'll confuse people. How do I go into mail? Where is it in mail that I could go in there and make sure it defaults from my new email address? Um, you want to go into uh, in under settings. I think it's accounts. Uh-huh. Passwords and accounts or something like that. And it should show what email accounts are in there. If did they not take your old, maybe they set up the new one, but the old one is still in there. Yeah. And well, it is, but I just think it's set that when I send an email, it's showing my old email address. But are you the using that address anymore? From. Not much, but I still have the mailbox. You in still there have I still it. Get, okay. I yeah. think. Penny, I think there's a setting somewhere in there that says default, use default email, and it probably set to the wrong address. Yeah, from the I set. can't tell you exactly where it is, but it's under that passwords and accounts. Okay. Go in there and look for something that says use default because it's defaulting to your old one. It's what it sounds like to me. Uh-huh. When I send out an email. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Okay. And since you're st- I-, I was thinking you got rid of the account, but if you if the account's still active, you just don't want you want to make the default your new one. Right. That's what I so, want. So yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope that helped. Belinda, do it we have does. another quest another hand? Uh let's see. We have let's Desi next. Hi, Desi. Hi, Andrea. Um, I wanted to go back to this whole thing on headings for a second because um, I don't remember who was asking about that, but when they were saying that they they were having trouble finding headings, something that it took me a while because, you know, maybe I am not the brightest bulb in the lamp, but it took me a while to figure out that if you make any other, if you make any other gesture even if you've selected headings in your rotor and you start swiping down and then you hear something, for instance, that you're interested in, you want another detail about it. So maybe you swipe to the right. That, at least on my phone, disables that headings thing. So then you swipe down again and it doesn't take you anywhere. Or Yeah, that- you've got to, you've got to, you can't do something else while you're doing, you're right. And that's a really no. good point, Desi. You've got to do one thing at a time because if you're in that rotor setting, you've got to just focus on what you're doing in there and not, not, yeah. Once you say, say I want to read something about a class, say I've swiped down by headings and found it and I want to read about it, I swipe to the right. I've got to go back and set it on headings again. You're absolutely right. Yes. And that's not a way. And for the longest time, that really, I kept thinking, what is going on with this? Yeah. No, no. It, it, if you but try it, to read something within the heading, you're going to have to reset it to headings again. Yep. And that's so that might wanted. be part of Anne's problem. It's possible. Yes. And that's it a great be. point, Desi. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what makes this call so good is, is I have all these great people who come. And I, you're totally right. I, I totally get what you're saying. And, and it's, that's been my experience as well. So, Andrea. Yes, this ma'am. Is, this is Cindy. Hi. Hi. I'm calling in on my phone because I wanted to try the one tap mobile since I'm listening to you guys and um, it worked fine for me. So I'm not sure uh, that there's nothing different. It's the same. I've used this number over and over again. I I'm the one that sets the schedule. Hmm. Um, what I will tell you is that I have my account set up. Uh, ACB accounts are set up so you don't have to input a passcode. 
And so if you listen, once you hit the double, uh, once you happen, it says, welcome to Zoom. Uh, it says, enter the passcode or press pound. Okay. And I just pressed pound and here I was. Yeah. Okay. So, Great, Cindy. Thank oh, you. Okay. I, I, so, I, what I can do is um, I will test it out to make sure it works and I'll put it. Normally, I don't have to press pound. Normally, it, it enters all of it for me on most calls, but this one it doesn't. So I just wonder. Well, I'm going to tell you that this is no different than any of the other calls I set up. So I don't know why it's doing it for this oh. call and not any others. Mm. It, it really is. This is how this is. It's not, it doesn't look any different. It, the only thing I could think of is if, if I put a couple of commas and then a pound sign, it might, you know what I mean, in, input that pound sign on its own. But then there might be other calls that it's not needing that. So I don't know. I have no idea other than I, I copied exactly what the account, you know, the meeting ID and all of the information. So I don't know. Cindy, uh, but, thank you so but, much for coming in yeah. on the call and addressing this. I really appreciate that. Sure. And sometimes we just got to like listen to the, because sometimes it's just, you know, it really did just say to press pound sign. So I don't know. I don't know why it did that. I don't know what the difference is, but yeah. you're doing really, a great job, by the way. Thank I'm you. I'm enjoying the call. I really encourage people also to try the link because I think the link. Yeah, you don't have to know Zoom. No, you don't have really to know don't. Zoom. Uh-uh. Yeah. So. Um, and this is yeah. one way to learn it is to um to tr- just be thankful we're not using Teams. Teams is a bear and I we our local blindness agency here is using Teams for their classes and it's a pain. I just um, feel really on my grateful. Computer. It's a lot more <laughs> trouble than Zoom. Because You're right, half the is. time you can't get you get a screen that says log in, you can't get in, it doesn't give you a guest option. It's 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 I have a lot more trouble with it than I do with Zoom. So thank you, Cindy. It's so kind of you to come on the call and, and address this um, personally, because like I said, I don't set up these calls. So I didn't, you know, I didn't certainly want to be critical or say anything. Uh, I And I don't use OneTap Mobile. I just use the link. So um, Belinda, do we have more hands? Because we're, I know we're short on time. Yeah, we've got about six minutes to go and we've got five hands raised. Okay, um, well, I, you guys will have to just please keep a brief. So, um, yes. so Terry, you're up. You're next. Hi. Hi, I was, hi. I just wanted to, I was calling in about the woman with the magnif- that was having a problem with the magnification. One very quick thing that she can do is try just double, triple finger double tapping. That should, if her Zoom is on, that will, that will take it off. So three finger double tap? A three finger double tap turns Zoom on and off. Okay. And the other thing is, if she wants to just adjust it, what you do is you double a three finger double tap, but when you do the second tap, you do not lift your fingers up. You slide it up or down, and that adjusts the size. Okay. Of the Thank magnification. You, okay. Thanks for Thank doing the so show. Much. My husband is my husband's learning a lot because he's never used his in the past. But thanks for doing this show, and he's quite happy that you're going back to twice a week. And I will hang up now. Yeah, Take you. care. Thank you, dear. Sorry, thank you. This is Joanne. I just did it and it went back to normal. Perfect. Oh, great. Okay, that's what I like to hear. We actually fix things. Okay, who's our next hand, Belinda? Uh, Next we have Pam's iPhone. (laughs) Not Pam Coffee, but it says Pam. It's it's me in Oklahoma. Hi, Pam. Uh, Hi. I I know this is going to sound really redundant, but the lady that said she didn't know anything about zoom 
does she does she know hush does she know stop we can hear you hon well i can hear all kinds of crap um we're not hearing anything but you good does she know how to go in the app store and get the zoom app um she has the zoom app oh she does i think we're uh, yeah Oh, good. Because okay. if she didn't, she wouldn't be able to get on the calls at all. So, no, she must. She oh. has the Zoom app installed. Yeah. Okay. No, and she then, has the Zoom app. The, Thank you. The guy that was saying that other way of, like, tapping the middle of the phone, the heading thing. Yeah. Did he, I didn't hear the whole thing. Well, he said he double taps the, the center of the screen and then flicks to the right. I haven't tried that. Um, oh. But I, I mean, that may work to read the headings. I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay, so double tap and then swipe to the right? Yes, try that. Okay, okay thanks. Uh-huh. Okay, Belinda, who's next? All right, the last hand is Pam Coffee. Okay, Pam. And I was just going to comment about, uh, for the one who had difficulty with headings and, and trying to get it to navigate, what, what a lot of people get confused on is when to flick up or down, and when to flick sideways, right or left. And it may be that she is flicking right or left, and which is not going to go by your, according to your rotor settings. Right. When you're on the rotor, you need to do a vertical flick, not a horizontal yes. one, because that's how you're yes. going to, yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Pam. That's, and that's, that's a good all point. I was going to say. For I her. made an assumption that, um, and, and maybe I shouldn't make that assumption. That's a really good point, Pam. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here today, and we're going to be back in two weeks on the 21st, and I want to just remind all of you that, um, again, some great resources. Um, Call Apple if you need help, 877-204-3930. They are wonderful. They're there most of the time. I don't know that it's 24-7, but they're there. It's it is 24-7. It is 24-7. Thank you. Okay, they didn't used to be, but I think now they've decided oh. that we need lots of help. Uh, we so do. they're there, and they're really, really helpful. The people are well-trained. Um, we've all had various experiences with tech support that's supposed to be for us, and sometimes it's not everything we would wish that it was. But I will say that Apple does a really good job of, um, and this phone number is just for us. So... Um, Apple Vis podcasts, very, very helpful. You can get them on your iPhone with whatever podcatcher you use. You can get them on your Victor Stream. You can go to Apple Vis on the computer, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S.com. Um, and the Apple website itself, which is a little more involved, um, but they do have all kinds of resources there too. So, and I want to thank Belinda for um, your wonderful job of hosting. You did an excellent job. I really appreciate it. And I want to thank Darrow for streaming. Oh, my pleasure. You did a great show. I enjoyed it. Great show. Thank you. And we'll we'll see you guys again in a couple of weeks. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody.